Welcome to Bow Talks, a podcast by Banking on Women, which is a student society at the University of Melbourne. We are dedicated to empowering, educating and encouraging our members in the financial and professional services industries. Bow would like to respectfully acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulon Nations, who are the traditional custodians of this land, on which we will be recording this podcast on. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Botox. So today we have the lovely Annika here. So she's actually alumni of Bo and she's been working consulting recently. So yeah, we'd like to start off by asking who you are and what your passions are. Yeah, hi guys, I'm Annika. Yeah, as Idy mentioned, I used to be the alumni director of Bo and I'm now working at LAK Consulting as an associate. So just in the management consulting world. (laughs) Yeah, how have you enjoyed that so far? Yeah, it's been really good. I feel like it's um, quite fast paced. There's a lot of different challenges and skills. I can safely say I haven't had to work on the same thing twice um, since I started the job, which was in February. And yeah, I'm just enjoying, enjoying it so far. It's hard work, but if you like what you're doing, I think it's quite rewarding. Good to hear. Like, there's so many opportunities out there and there's so many career paths out there. How did you go about researching what you kind of wanted to do after grad and what steps did you take to explore all these career options available? Yeah, really good question. I um, I always joke that I know what I don't like to do and I've kind of filtered out careers based off of that. So something like a doctor or like an engineer was out the window for me quite early on. But in terms of consulting, I feel like I would have loved it from the get-go. I just didn't really know much about it. And I only really found out what consulting was or what consultants even did probably mid to late second year. And the only reason that was the case was I had a few friends that happened to be applying to US firms. And because their application season was like half a year before us, they had kind of gone through the whole process and they had done all the research and they were just telling me about it over dinner one night. And I was like, oh, actually, that sounds really interesting. I really like the kind of work that you potentially get to do. And I think the one thing that sold it for me was even that interview process, like everyone's really nervous about the case interviews and all of that. Um, Even learning how to do that, I really enjoyed. And it was a process that I felt like came quite naturally because it's how it's how I would think anyways when I approach a problem. And because it was similar to my natural thought process, I was like, oh, maybe maybe this job will kind of suit my strengths. And I built off of that and did more research on my own. Mm, I guess you kind of decided that it was a good fit for you. At any point, were you like confused as to whether you wanted to pursue it or... Did you always know that it was a great fit? Yeah, definitely. I think there were some points that I was like umming and ahhing for a little bit. I think this sounds silly, but I really like my sleep. <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> I heard that, you know, like you work late hours sometimes and I just wasn't sure if that was for me. But at the same time, I also am not a huge fan of like when life is a bit too cruisy and you're on a holiday for too long, then that I kind of get bored. So I did want something like reasonably challenging. I knew there was like a level that I could take, but I didn't know whether I really could cut it or not until I started the job. So I was definitely unsure about that, but not unsure enough to not apply, I guess. 
I always go by the saying of like, just apply. And then if they accept you, then then you make your decision. Um, so that's kind of how I went about my life. Yeah, I'm glad you went ahead with the decision. I know you mentioned your friends. But was other than your friends, were there anyone who provided kind of guidance or influence on shaping these career aspirations? Yeah, I think the Bo Alumni Network and LEK have some pretty strong ties. So just to name a few, there's like Maddie and Jess and Elva, who I talked with prior to joining the firm. I think Maddie was the first person who even like mentioned the name LEK to me and just the way she talked about it just reaffirmed that I was interested in consulting, but also interested in LEK specifically. And then Elva, um, who is one year above me, she pretty much walked me through the whole thing. So she was like, these are the kinds of questions they might ask you. You'll do one strategic interview, sorry, one strategic case interview, one mathematical, like a quant interview. And then this is kind of how the process goes. And I feel like having all three of those girls helped me through the application process. It just made me a lot more comfortable and confident with what was going to happen and nothing was a huge surprise. So I feel like if you are interested in consulting and you know people, or even if you don't know people, reach out to someone that works there and they can give you a much more like holistic picture of what you really need to do and just, yeah, help you make you feel more confident. Yeah, just like how you're providing everyone with some advice and guidance today. Um, So yeah, maybe for those who have absolutely no idea, could you maybe sum up in one or two sentences what a management consultant does on a daily basis? Yeah, I think it's kind of different depending on what level you are. So I'll just talk about like fresh grad, which is what I am. So you can do like an array of tasks. It can go anywhere from researching about a particular sector to pretty complex like quant analysis, um, potentially modeling, using things like Altrix and Tableau to map out customer segments and the the market as a whole. There's there's a wide array of things you do, but within the first two years, at least at LEK, you're kind of building up your analytical skills and your research skills. And once you kind of have compiled that information, you do kind of you slide it up so you make it look all pretty and presentable and client ready and you go through iterations of this where you'll have partners review your work managers review your work um, just to make sure it reaches that client ready point and I guess that's kind of what you do so what does that include that includes a kind of critical thinking on your own but also working in teams learning when to ask for people for help learning what kind of questions you need to ask how to think critically about does this Um, information makes sense to you and then does it really answer the question that we are like being asked yeah would you say analytical skills or quantitative skills are quite important in your job like what is the most important skill to have going into consulting after grad are there like any expectations from you I think yes they are important they they make up a huge part of your day-to-day work life but nothing when I mean nothing like literally nothing is expected of you we learned how to like turn on and off our cameras on zoom like it was as simple not zoom sorry teams is what we use but it was as simple as that it's as simple as how do you change the colors of a box in powerpoint how do you um add a border or like they literally talk you through every single step 
Um, and I can safely say everything I, or probably about 95% of the things that I use on my job, like I didn't learn until I started the job. And I guess that leads into the most important skill you can bring or offer to the job is to just be inquisitive and ambitious. So inquisitive links back to what I was mentioning earlier about really critically thinking about does this information that you're gathering make sense? Does it all tie together? Um, sense checking your work and sense checking the information that you are looking and sifting through and kind of does it flow through the story of the entire pack. And ambition is necessary because sometimes you don't find things right away or sometimes it doesn't work right away and you have to be able to kind of have enough grit and determination to get through, get past that and reach a point where your analysis does work. You just have to like step away or get a fresh set of eyes or ask for some help. But I guess that does require a bit of patience and like a, a want to find the answer. Yeah. I've also heard that like a lot of graduates don't necessarily study like a major in finance or even like commerce degree when they go into consulting. So what does your cohort look like? Like were there a lot of graduates from different areas of uni? Yeah, we've got um like a really wide mix. I feel like you've always obviously got your standard, you know, finance, accounting, commerce kids, but we've also got biology, someone did like war studies. Someone focused more into data and statistics. The year above us has someone that graduated with an ag degree, like agriculture. There are so many different backgrounds that I don't think, just because you don't have the cookie cutter background, I don't think you should eliminate yourself. In fact, it kind of makes you more special, I feel. <laughs> you offer different ideas, you offer different lenses, and we honestly work in so many different industries that you essentially haven't you bring an expertise like life sciences if you've got a life science background that would be so helpful in the science cases you know just for, just to list one example yeah I guess like a diverse cohort or like a diverse workplace allows everyone to build on top of everyone's ideas so do you guys get a lot of like a lot of opportunities to collaborate or brainstorm or do you tend to work in silos and more independently it is a mixture of both, but I there's definitely ample opportunity to brainstorm together. Like just to give like a picture of the day, we generally start with a case team call in the morning and that kind of talks through what are we doing today? What are the challenges that we may face? Is there anything from the like yesterday that we weren't able to finish and things like that? And we have one every day at the end of the day as well. So that's kind of like what did we get done today? Um, recapping the day, recapping any struggles, any potential new ideas to add, things of that sort. So that's already like two calls every day. And then you'll get like calls peppered in throughout your day. If you want to ask for help, if you want special expertise, that's the kind of stuff that happens within your case team. And our office is kind of, it's like hot desking essentially. So there's no set desks. Um, you can sit at a different spot anytime. And what that means is you can ask literally anyone for their opinion as well so if if you're like looking into trains for example and then I know like person A over here loves trains like for no particular reason besides they're just super into trains I'll like walk up to them and be like oh does this kind of make sense what do you think have you heard of this new model and the people you find at early Kate, like they have heard of this new model and they know more about it than like Google can tell you just because it's like it's some niche subject matter that they're into and that also it has been super helpful in just being able to do your work and just 
having really fruitful, exciting conversations. Yeah, that sounds really lovely also. Like the opportunity to learn from everyone and soak up all their expertise and knowledge. So Yeah, uh, it's it's super cool. Mm, yeah, what would you say is the most rewarding part of the job for you? Mm. Sometimes I like to so when you're finished with your deck, um, which is like a PowerPoint pack, you end up with potentially like two hundred odd slides, like maybe more, maybe less, but some of them like that I've worked on have gotten to about that many. And we have this thing called a graveyard, which the slides that don't make it end up in the graveyard. And I always find it quite funny to see the first version of a slide and to see the one that's getting sent to the client. It changes so much, like more than someone getting plastic surgery. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, And it just looks so much better and it's kind of, it's crazy to think where you were like four to six weeks ago, which is about how long our cases last and where you are now. And you become like a little, not an expert, but you just know so much more than you did when you first started. Mm. And then you end up like peppering your family or your friends with all these like weird niche facts about a very niche industry, <laughs> um, which I think is quite fun, but you know, other people may be bored. <laughs> It sounds really cool and must be very satisfying to see the progression of like a project come to life. For sure. And even if you're working in like a lot of the spaces actually like transport, consumer or tech, you can kind of see the stuff that you're working on like during your day-to-day life. So then you'll you'll look at it and then you'll be like, oh, well, like such and such fact about this is super interesting. And then you'll kind of remember it. And it's just a fun thing to have in the back of your, in your back pocket. Yeah. On the other hand, what is kind of the most difficult part about the job or challenging part of the job for you? I think the most challenging part for me was the adjustment from uni. I feel like your life kind of, your life is so different. In uni, you can do whatever you want on your own schedule. If you're burning out, which a lot of uni students I know and I um, burnt out quite often, you can just take a day, you know, like you always have that wiggle room to do what you want. And if you can't do it that day, then it's not a huge deal. Um, your uni professors always understand and like it's quite easy in a sense or simple, I think is a better word. I think one of the like greatest joys I had was like on a Thursday, I just randomly have brunch with my friends or I would randomly play like a volleyball game with my friends on a Sunday evening. And it was just like, oh, everyone's free. Let's do it kind of thing. Now, when you start working, (laughs) it's not that easy. Obviously, you have your general set work hours, which is fairly K9 to 7. But beyond that, I feel like even if you get sick or you just don't feel like it one day it's just not not as sick as sick as one thing obviously you take a sick day I'm a strong advocate for that but you just have sometimes you just have to do the work you know when you don't feel like it and for the first few weeks at least I felt very tired it was a different pace to what I was used to and that alone takes quite a while to adjust and so kind of what the skills you have to pick up are to stand up for yourself and if you need to do something for yourself you need to go to the dentist or you need to finish early one night when you work you 
you kind of have to advocate for yourself. And that was a skill that, that I really never needed. Not, not as much, yeah. Yeah, I think like even if you're a full-time student at uni, there's no chance that you'll be you know, studying for an entire day as much as when you start working. So how do you like deal with burnout? Like what keeps you going? Do you have like hobbies and passions on the side that kind of keep you going? Having said that, I'm backtracking a little bit. I actually like work better than studying (laughs) because when I was studying, I used to study on the weekends. And when I work, I don't work on the weekends. So, So I don't have to think about anything at all. Whereas when you're studying, you kind of have assignments like looming in the back of your head at all times um, and even during like summer break you have summer intensives and you have mm. job applications or there's always something that you kind of need to do whereas with work the second you log off whether that's you know at a good time or not at a good time when you do log off you you can totally switch off and I, I really like that but going back to your question I think there are there is time for hobbies you just have to make time so I think the easiest time for me is the mornings I used to do like morning yoga, which sounds a bit lame. It's like very corporate. And (laughs) I, especially during the winter, I did hot yoga and that was a great way to wake up. (laughs) Um, But recently I, my brother actually bought me a pair of running shoes like yesterday. So I have been doing like nighttime gym gym sessions and like doing little runs. So that's been my thing recently. I play tennis on the weekends just because it's warming up and yeah, those are kind of my hobbies at the moment. Wow, yes, we love exercise. Always, yeah. always makes us feel like invigorated afterwards, even though it's kind of tiring. Yeah, I know, tiring during. Like tennis, I'm literally dying throughout the whole thing. But afterwards, I feel yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, to wrap up, like, have you been reading or listening or watching anything recently that you would recommend to our listeners? I'm not sure if this is boring, but there's like a journal, like news podcast, which is like 15 minute news, American news that is. I, I listen to that on my commutes to and from work. I don't know. I like listening to Phineas's music, Billie Eilish's I'm the brother. biggest fan of Phineas. Everyone around me knows that I am the biggest fan of him. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I think that's all for our episode today. Thanks again, Annika, for joining us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and we'll see you guys, I think, next year. So this is our last episode of the year, actually. So we'll see everyone next year. (laughs) (laughs) And enjoy your Christmas break. Good luck for exams, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bow Talks. Please do follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Banking on Women. Thank you, everyone. Bye.